Hello and you're very welcome to the Women's Rugby Pod. I'm Johnny Hammond and through the summer months we will continue to bring you some mini pods where legends of the game choose their all-time 15s. And today, no exception whatsoever, a true legend of the game. A lady who had a 15-year international career, picking up 52 caps for England, five caps for Great Britain. She played in four World Cups, winning one, of course, in 1994. It is Saracens and England scrum half, Emma Mitchell. Well, Emma, thank you so much for, for joining us this morning. Uh, a great, great privilege and, and, and pleasure to, to have you have you on the pod. Um, how's sort of we're emerging from from lockdown now and what have you? How, how's that period been for you? Are, are you are you fitting well? Everyone fitting well? I hope. Yes, hi Johnny. Lovely to be on. Um, yes, fit and well, and family all fit and well as well. So um, very very grateful for that. Um, and I've been able to, to work or continue working from home, essentially. So I've been able to, to crack on a fair bit over the last few months. Oh, great stuff. Brilliant. Uh, and Emma, what's, what's, what's your involvement, if, for those who you know, don't know, what, what's your involvement with the, with the game nowadays? Uh, I'm, I'm very much a passionate spectator nowadays. Um, oh, lovely. After I, after I retired... Um, in 2002 well, for England, 2004 from club rugby, I, I moved into coaching um, for about, that was about six years, um, but stopped coaching 2010, 2011. And since then, I've, I've, I've really just been, as I say, someone who's very keen to turn up and watch watch the national side, obviously still watch my club side, Saracens, when I can, um, and just enjoy um, from that perspective. Uh, from a, a work um, position, I, I, I'm involved with the Great Britain hockey squad, so I, I st- I'm still very much involved in sport, but with a different role, with a different sport, different team sport. How nice! Different shape, ball and a stick. Brilliant. Exactly. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Emma, we've, uh, we, as you know, uh, we've been getting legends of the game and um, very, very firmly sit into into that category. Um, just to pick a, an all-time 15 now or, or 23 or 22, whatever you want to do. And I've left it very much to to you legends, uh, who am I to tell you otherwise, um, as to what team you want to choose. So what team are we choosing today? Is it a World 15, England 15? What are, what are your parameters, if any? Yes, I do have some parameters. So I went for um, an England 15, um, and I, I focus very much on the first 20 years of, of England rugby for, for women. So really from that, that first England-Wales game in 1987 through until about 2007, 2008. Um, a lot of the, the, the players that I've, I've selected were in the group that I either played with or, or played against, obviously played with for England. And then there's a few youngsters who were just coming into the squad uh, in in the noughties who've uh, who've definitely uh, got places as well. So it's a it's a little bit of a mix. Um, all of them players that I have a huge amount of respect and admiration for, and who I thought sort of kept helping the game develop and gain more and more credibility. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was, I mean, England seems to have had plenty of sort of golden eras, and you're part of that 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 first one, as it were, and, and the the influence. Beyond playing and what have you, that 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 members of that squad and and, and those and those squads had over the time and, and still do now is is quite incredible. What a what a, a what a bunch of ladies that that you were. Look, let's uh, let's get into it because I could I could talk to you all day long, uh, but I'm very very excited. Um, 
to hear this fifteen. So, where should we should we start with the uh, with the donkeys up front? <laughs> I'd never use that term, Johnny. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Let's, yeah. let's start with the hard workers, the grafters. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Emma Mitchell's all-time England 15, your loose head is? My loose head selection um, is Maxine Edwards. Um, it was a close one between her, Jane Mangum, Rocky, Rochelle Clark, um, and Vanessa Huxford, but I, I went I went for Maxine. Um Originally a flanker, actually. Maxine was a flanker in the 91 World Cup squad. Um, and then, after having a son in 93, moved moved to prop and came back into the side in the, the sort of mid-90s. Uh, and she went on to captain the side as well. Really uncompromising as a prop. Um, very strong, very determined. Also a very skilled ball player and with a, her flanker pedigree. Um, she had a, a, a sort of excellent ability to carry the ball, but also fantastic defence. So Maxine is my loose head. Maxine Edwards. Let's go to the other side of the scrum then, Emma, to your, your tight head. My tight head. OK, so again, um, spoilt for choice really here. Um, Jane Watts was an option who was sort of our, our early tight head for Great Britain and England and an incredibly talented player. Theresa O'Reilly, another one. Yeah, um, yeah. But the player I opted for uh, is actually a, a Kiwi by birth, um, Sandy Ewing. Um, she was a, a formidable tight head, um, cornerstone of that 94 pack that, that, that won the World Cup up in Edinburgh. Um she was also, she, she went on to run marathons. She had what? <laughs> incredible endurance. And uh, one of my memories from that 94 World Cup final was her making it literally from one corner of the pitch to the other to tackle Jen Crawford just before the, the try line. And it was one of those sort of moments where you sort of realise quite what people can do when it when it really matters. But that sort of epitomised her. So she was a very, very... Um, Strong, tight head, and she gets my number three shirt. Number three shirt. Geez, front rows, running marathons, and what have you. Sophie Hemming, uh, Sandy Ewing, uh, utterly ridiculous as a former front row. No, thank you. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> who's who's in the middle then, Emma? Who's uh, who's your hooker? Right in between them, and again, we've we've had some some fantastic hookers uh, over the the last few decades. I I obviously Nikki Pondersford, Sue Wackles. Um, Selena Rudge, who moved from the centre, um, she she had a short but but impressive career at, at hooker. Uh, but my my choice has actually gone to the first uh, England female centurion, um, Amy Garnett, uh, who played from I think two thousand to to twenty eleven. Yeah. Um, one of those players who who played in three World Cup finals and came away with three runner up medals. First player, as I say, to, to win the 100 caps and um, someone who was ferocious and skilled at the same time. Um, someone that you always really wanted on your team rather than the opposition. Um, someone who actually alongside Maxine. Maxine was uh, a player who would always get the best out of Amy. I think she had the ability to keep her that little bit calmer than than sometimes would be the case and then we would get the best from her so amy is my my starting hooker oh, nice. 
Nice. You, you have given this some thought, haven't you? Brilliant. Um, so, uh, front row of Maxine Edwards, Amy Garnett, and Sandy Ewing uh, for Emma Mitchell's all time England 15. Into the second row, then. Right. Yes. Now, lots lots of choice here. This was this probably gave me um, quite a bit of a headache, and I, I actually made the decision a little bit from a scrum half perspective in terms of um, who were the second rows that, that gave me some of the best ball and lovely softball um, from the line out, but also yeah. who I saw working incredibly hard in front of me to keep winning us good ball and go forward ball. Um, my number four um, shirt is going to go to Claire Green, uh, who played late 90s through until I think 2005, she was deceptively quick and strong. She's quite a slight player. Um, again, very fit, so covered a lot of ground. Very, very t- talented line-out player um, and ball winner. Um, so she is my, my number four, Claire Green. Claire Green. And alongside Claire? Alongside Claire, I've gone for, um, for um, one of the quietest players, I think, to ever wear an England shirt, and probably one of the brightest, um, Karen Henderson. Uh, she's a, an academic, um, teaches at, I think, the University of West England, and did while, while she was playing. Um, huge work rate um, and strength uh, in that second row, and did a lot of the unseen work that led to... I think a number of the England sides that she played in being very successful. So I think she played from 94 until 2002. So a second row of uh, Green and Henderson. Your back row, Emma, this must have been, well, A, close to your heart and B, a very difficult, some very difficult decisions. Yes, yes. There's lots of um, difficult, well, all, all three positions are, are, yeah, lots of choice um, and difficult to actually make make the choices but I, I've done so uh, as I had to do so six for me are two standout players over the, the, the history of the game um, Janice Ross uh, who was one of the early players in the six shirt and really made it her own and then the woman that really succeeded her was Georgia Stevens um, Georgia was just a terrifically powerful and dynamic flanker she made the shirt her own from really the late 90s through until 2006. Um, incredible ball carrier, great sort of low centre of gravity, really hard worker, um, and also one of the loveliest people you could ever meet. Uh, so Georgia Stevens gets the sixth shirt in my team. Quite often, that's, you know, she's, that name has been mentioned many, many times, actually, Georgia Stevens. What's she doing now, Emma? Do, do you know where she, she is now? <laughs> Uh, she lives in the Forest of Dean. Um, she's got a lovely boy and girl, um, and she runs a dog dog walking and doggy daycare um, business, which delicious. and homeschools both both of her children, Sid and Hanny. Wow, awesome! Um, but she's a real sort of gentle giant. Um, yeah, just a lovely, lovely person. Um, great, great team member as well. She she added a lot to a team that was often full of very, very sort of big personalities. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Georgia Stevens at six, at seven. Yes, right. Now, seven. Again, a um, number of wonderful players, particularly in, in the modern era as well. But I've, I've kept myself more to the, those first 20 or so years. Um, not dissimilar to the how I picked the six shirt in a way. Um, 
Helen Clayton, Rob Clayton, was was very much sort of in my my mind and my thoughts. Absolutely fantastic player. But I ended up selecting the player that she handed the seven shirt over to, which is uh, Maggie Alfonsi. Um, Maggie was, I think I met her when she was a 14-year-old who came to Saracens. She actually played nine for the, the youth side uh, and then, then moved into the senior side and played 12 until she was moved to, to seven. That was very much, her, I'd say, her obviously her dream position. And she, she just went on to take the game and that position to another level. Um, three World Cups and obviously winning World Cup seven in 2014 um, continues to break all sorts of glass ceilings off of the pitch um, and always gives her everything to everything that she does. So Maggie gets my number seven shirt. Yeah, I did not know she would had a bit of time to scrum half. My goodness, learning every day. Yeah, as a as a as a youngster, as a teenager. Yeah, and she was. I mean, as with everything, she was very, very skilled. She had she had. I mean, you you see her passing, or did see her passing, obviously from the base sometimes at seven, and you could see she had she had a little bit of training at scrum half. But yeah, yeah, so, great all round player in many ways. But seven was obviously the the real sweet spot in terms of her the best position for her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and making up that that trio then, Emma. Yes, so making up that trio at number eight. So again, two two players in in my mind from that that twenty year period that I'm looking at. Um, Claire Frost, who was my eight at Saracens for um, most of most of my career, um, and then obviously Jill Burns, the legend. Both of them legends, and actually the rivalry that the two of them had um, through certainly through the nineties and into the early noughties probably spurred both of them on to be. Um, the best players that they they could be. This was a really close one. Um, I've gone for for Burnsy. Um, I think in her prime, she was just unstoppable. Um, she she had fantastic control at the back of the scrum and incredible power off the base as well. Um, we ran so many back row moves where I benefited massively because she did all the hard work in in those initial few yards and gave me all the space. Incredible line-out ability, um, and this was in obviously in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. It was in the days before you could actually lift, and it was really a supported jump, and she would just leap like the proverbial salmon um, and give some wonderful ball off the top. Um, she also, and again, this is this is part of the story of Burnsy, but the, the, her first cap was against Sweden in 1988, and that was an international that she not only won that first cap, but she also organised. So, you know, to just think of those sort of um, attributes is is quite something. And as you know, she went on to become president of the RFU, um, won the World Cup in, in 94, played in four World Cups. Uh, I have a fantastic memory of her in 93 over in Canada, playing in the Canada Cup, when we'd gone behind with about two minutes to go. She had already broken her nose and had sort of two of those cot sort of things stuffed up each nostril, blood all down her shirt. We we restarted the game. She managed to to actually catch the restart in full flight and literally had about half of the Canadian team hanging on to her as she went over the line to sort of score the winning try. And that's that's one of my wonderful memories of, of Burnsy as a player. So number eight, 
Jill Burns. Jill Burns. Yeah, I was saying that that story is unbelievable, but then you had the name Jill Burns on, and you say no, that's that's totally believable. I can, I can get that. There's not not much that woman can't do, and um, brilliant off the field as well uh, with her guitar Absolutely. and her singing. So, uh, wow, what a pack this is for MMH's all-time England. 15, Maxine Edwards at one, Amy Garnett at the hooker, Sally Ewing at three, Claire Green and Karen Henderson in the second row, and a back row of Georgia Stevens, Maggie Alfonsi and Jill Burns. I'm Emily Scarrett and you are listening to the Women's Rugby Pod. An outstanding pack. Going to win you plenty of ball. Who's going to control matters, Emma? Have you... Have you have you made the side yourself? I I have not made the side myself. <laughs> I I have um, selected well again some real talent at Scrum Half. Um, two players that came to mind: Susie Appleby, Mo Hunt. But I've actually gone for um, Joe Yap, uh, who I think was just the the all round class Scrum Half. Came, came into the squad as a nineteen year old. Um, with an awful lot of potential and a, just a marvellous appetite to learn. Um, she had a fabulous passing game off both hands and kicking game. Also, incredible eye for a gap um, and the speed to take it. Um, she, she, she was always a very respected player, but she, she was an excellent decision maker, went on to become um, England captain, now obviously involved coaching um, and at Worcester, having um, been down at Exeter and involved with the England under-21s. So fab- fabulous woman, lovely woman off the pitch as well. Um, so Joe Yap is uh, my number nine. Yeah, Yappy doing doing some marvellous things at Worcester and, uh, yeah, lots to come from them in the next few years, I would have, I would have thought, in the Premier 15s. Um, so alongside Joe at 10. Again, spoilt for choice here. Um, I think of Shelley Ray, Katie McLean, Karen Arn, Andrew. Um, my, I have, I have, it didn't take me long to make this choice because she's she's um, sort of my number one all-time player for those early decades for England, and it's Karen Almond. Um, fittingly, she she actually has the the number one red rose because she was in that. 1987 team, but because her, her surname begins with A, she was also, they, they, they were awarded the Red Roses alphabetically. She got the, the number one Red Rose. Mm-hmm. As, I, as I say, in, in my mind, the greatest England player um, in that first and, and, and second decade. She was a, a role model to the early generation, and I, I count myself as, as one of them. She was definitely my my role model. Um her fitness, her application to sort of learning the game and developing was just head and shoulders above the rest of us. And she really set the bar. I remember early 90s, she took a, or late 80s, actually, she was a school teacher, but she, she took a school holiday and she went and spent two weeks staying with Jim and Margot Greenwood up in Scotland, um, you know, running the sand dunes and doing all sorts of fitness work. Um, that was sort of how how dedicated she was. Quiet as a leader, but incredibly effective. When she spoke, everyone listened, and and whatever she said was just usually absolute gold dust. Uh, for me, that '94 World Cup final 
when she captained England as, as very much the underdog side against the USA. And and she stepped up and delivered a, a, just a faultless performance at 10, um, delivered Steve Dow- Dowling's game plan to perfection, but, but played an absolute stormer in the 10 shirt, just making the right decisions, keeping us all on track and making a number of sideline conversions and and wide penalty kicks to keep the scoreboard ticking over which was so important against that US side, USA side that could literally score at will so in my opinion and similar I heard the, the one that you did with Giselle recently but she's a she's a player who's perhaps not received the recognition or definitely not received the recognition that she deserves she moved out to New Zealand um, in 1994 but absolute legend of the game uh, so she she gets the num- number ten shirt for me. Wow, what a glowing, what a glowing reference. Um, Karen Olman and Joe Yap are your your halfbacks, Emma Mitchell. Should we go into the centres and then do do a back three as a as a unit? Yep, go into the centres. Um, and j- just to say about that halfback combination, they're 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 a pair who didn't actually play together, but I think they would be magical as a halfback partnership. So that's another that would be something that would be lovely to see. Yeah, if delicious. we could somehow do that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, well. Should Joe go down, you could take your sort of manager's uh, manager's coat off and, and, and lace up the boots and, and rekindle that to relationship with Karen again. But um, anyway, um, when the Martians lad, we'll get it all together. Um, so number twelve and thirteen, then Emma. Yeah. So number twelve. So into the centre. Um, again, a lot of choice here. Uh, your your wife on the, the pod was uh, in my mind here, Rachel Burford, obviously phenomenal player, played at both 12 and 13. My choice is a little bit left field um, in many ways, um, but one that I I think thoroughly deserves this, this shirt, and that's actually my identical twin sister, Jane Mitchell. Um, she won 21 caps uh, for England uh, between 1988 and 97, although really 94 was I'd say the end of her England career. Uh, she moved to the USA in 1993, um, actually went on to play sevens for the USA in the late 90s uh, through to 2001. Um, in my opinion, she was the uh, the better two players of the Mitchell sisters, <laughs> uh, had, had incredible speed and power, um, fantastic eye for breaks, played all of her England games apart from one at fullback, but in my opinion, played her best rugby in the centre. Um, lovely story about Jane. She actually went to Steve Dowling before the 94 World Cup final to say the hamstring injury that she said she'd been she'd been carrying was, um, she felt, meaning that she couldn't get to be on 90% of speed. And she knew that that meant that she was likely giving up her place. And But doing it very much for the team and all that we'd agreed as a, as a team culture. And Steve Dowling thanked her for her honesty and said he was picking her anyway. And he wanted to, even at 90%, he wanted her out there. And if she broke, then fair be it, so be it. But um, that, that said a lot for, I think, her character. I don't know how many players would necessarily do that, um, but she did. So um, huge amount of respect and admiration for her as a player and a person. So, Jane is at number twelve. Wow, that is some story. Incredible detail. <laughs> uh, outside uh, your your twin sister, then. So outside Jane, um, 
one of the modern day legends and one of the players still playing and she I I, I just stretched the rules slightly she started I think her plug club career in 2007 won a first cap in 2008 um, a player who's definitely made the 13 shirt her own would be I think in, in most world 15s all-time 15s and that's Emily Scarrett Emily Scarrett current world player of the year and a name whatever nation the person I've been doing these all-time 15s in is pretty much guaranteed that Emily Scarrett will be 13 so uh, yeah she's yeah. in very good company yeah absolutely lovely player um, just yeah has the complete game and I, I think tellingly as well she, she produces some of her best performance under immense pressure um, so really steps up and obviously her try in that 2014 final was probably a, you know a brilliant example of that yeah absolutely um yeah and a wonderful wonderful human being as well so jay mitchell yeah. and emily scarrett in the midfield uh you're back three then emma mitchell we'll start on the wings will we start on the wings yep so again lots of um fantastic wings for england over the years um emily felton or cook as she then became pip atkinson fiona pocock um Nikki Brown, or um, Browner as we called her, the Worcester Express. Um, I actually went for, again, another legend on and off the pitch, um, Sue Day at number 11. A wonderful finisher. Uh, I've heard it said a number of times when she's been described, but she, she had speed that wasn't obvious from her long stride, but incredibly quick. Um, she also had a, a superb eye for how the game was developing and the line that she needed to pick in order to, to arrive at exactly the right moment. Um, and whether she was playing at outside centre, wing or at fullback, she, yeah, phenomenal player. Also incredible resilient. She came back from two serious injuries that, that could have ended her career, um, but came back from both, played in three World Cups um, and, and captained, obviously, at sevens and fifteens. So, Suday, Daisy, to many of us, um, on the left wing. Yeah, a great uh, turn of pace and mental turn of pace as well. But yeah, wonderful, wonderful human being and a lovely player. On the other wing then? Yes, and on the other wing, on the right wing, I've actually got um, the other half of the Edwards sisters, um, Jackie Edwards, who played at 13 in the 94 World Cup final. She had, she, her career for England was short, um, although her club career was long, she was involved in the England setup pre ninety one, didn't make that squad. Um, came in, I believe it was around ninety two, and went on to play until till the mid nineties. Um, again, short career because of injury, but when she was at her best in those few years, she was just an unbelievable player. Um, she scored the interception try in that ninety four final that that really sealed the win for England yeah. for me her best game in an England shirt um, came when she was at, at 14 against France um, I think it was 1996 uh, it was I think it was Grenoble um, and it was an incredibly partisan French crowd and again a bit like a number of players I've described she was the sort of player who when the pressure was at its highest she stepped up and really performed and I remember from 
being at scrum half in that game, I just, so many of my decisions were about how we're going to get Jackie the ball because she's absolutely on fire and the French don't seem able to spot her, uh, to stop her. So um, Jackie, in my mind, ferocious tackler, um, incredibly powerful, um, wonderful ball carrier um, and a lot of fun uh, once the game was over as well. Always important. So yeah, Jackie Edwards alongside her sister, in this 15. Um, so Sue Day, Jackie Edwards are on the wings. Who's going to make up that, that, that back three, Emma? Uh, number 15 shirt goes to uh, Twinkle Toes herself, um, Nolly Waterman. Uh, again, wonderfully talented player, um, incredibly creative, wonderful sidestep. Played for England at scrum half on the wing and at fullback. I think fullback was her best position, um, went to four World Cups, I believe, and obviously in that winning side in 2014. Again, lovely, lovely player, came in as a teenager, went on to become, you know, one of the senior players within that 2017 World Cup squad. And uh, yeah, the game, so much better for her time on the field in an England shirt. Yeah, absolutely scored some unbelievable individual tries, didn't she? Just uh, I think over lockdown voted as the yeah the try of the the decade that uh, score against Canada, I believe at uh, yeah at Twickenham. But yeah, wonderful, wonderful player. Well, there we are. There's the fifteen. I mean, have you got a? I mean, there's what four or five people who captain their country. There, did you choose a, a captain, or can I ask you to do that now? Choose a captain. Um... Yes, I can. It would be, I mean, there's a, yes, there's a number of players who, who have captained. Um, it, my choice of captain would be the 94 World Cup winning captain, Karen Armand. Karen Armand at 10 is your skipper. So, Emma, let's just uh, run run through that then. Um, Emma Mitchell's all-time England 15 is Maxine Edwards. Amy Garnett and Sandy Ewing making up the front row. Claire Green and Karen Henderson in the second row. Georgia Stevens, Maggie Alfonsi and Jill Burns at six, seven and eight. Joe Yap and Karen Armand, who is the captain, make up the halfbacks. Sue Day on the left wing. Jane Mitchell at 12. Emily Scout at 13. Jackie Edwards, 14. And Nolly Waterman at 15. Wow. Happy with that side, Emma. You've clearly given it a lot of thought. Thank you very much for for doing that. Um, you're happy to, to lock that side in? I am. I am indeed. Yes, delighted to. Brilliant. That's absolutely fantastic. Emma, thank you so much. Um, clearly a huge amount of thoughts gone into that. Loads and loads of detail. Absolutely love some of the stories that came out there. And it, I, that's why I absolutely, yeah, selfishly um, love doing these because you get to hear some wonderful, wonderful personal stories. And uh, yeah, the, the, this morning has been... Uh, be no exception it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you thank you so much for doing that you're very welcome johnny thanks for having me on i've enjoyed it